Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's only really one way we can start this episode, isn't there? Yeehaw, let's have it! I'm Lauren O'Neill, staff writer at Vice.com, and this is episode three of Vice Does Love Island. Today, I'm joined for the first time by my co-host and fellow Vice staffer, Nana Barr. Vice Does Love Island will be the best and most loyal source of unofficial, non-ITV-affiliated Love Island chat for the duration of season five. We'll be here every Tuesday and Friday to discuss the use of peppermint tea as romantic currency and other extremely pressing issues. That was beautiful. Welcome, Nana. How are you? Good, I'm great. Good. How are you? Delighted to hear it. Um, most importantly, you know, much more importantly than how you are, frankly, um, what are your main thoughts on Love Island so far? Right, so far, I love Anna. Anna is my queen. <laughs> I would do anything for her. I think I want her and Sharif to win because if Lucy and Joe, Sandwich, Sandwich, Man. Sandwich Man Joe, if they win, I will like. I'll be angry. I'll never watch Love Island again. I will <laughs> boycott. I will do it, honestly. And also, okay, I know we won't see them in the bathroom. I know that's that's not what's no, going to happen. No, that's not going to happen. But what I do want to see is, like, someone throw up. Maybe not see it, but I just want to know it's happening. Right, like, th- that normal human functions are going on beyond this programme. I know what you mean, because yeah. it does feel like a suspension of reality somewhat, doesn't it? I want it to be real life. Like, what I was thinking, Vice every week publishes a power ranking, which is our, like, main piece of editorial content about Love Island, and I was thinking about, so if these women are wearing swimwear for, like, 16 hours a day or whatever, how are none of them, like, getting, like, thrush or, like, a UTI, right? we're never going to see that because we're made to think that this is like aspirational but you know someone's like needs like a caniston right like at some point caniston um, and emodium yeah exactly a barocca honestly they need it the thing i don't want to be around someone i like for that long because i will have the shits at some point and the fact that none of them have that is insane yeah it's so weird i don't believe it especially in, a, in an alien scenario where you've never been before right exactly you can have and the anxiety shit. your, gonna your tummy's gonna go weird one way or the other isn't it i completely agree oh what's that i think i've got a text Ooh, congratulations read it out then okay it says welcome and everything nana but can you stop boring on and start doing the actual podcast please that's frankly rude I do suppose the imaginary phone is fundamentally correct. So without further ado, let's do our raunchy recap. 
This is the bit of the podcast where we talk you through the events of the last few days and essentially condense hours worth of footage into a few talking points you can use with your younger siblings so they don't think you're as old and irrelevant as you actually are. Which is important. So, since we last spoke, there's been a recoupling, which is the main Love Island event. So now we have Anton coupled with Amber, Tommy with Molly May, Michael with Yuande, Curtis with Amy, and finally, Joe with Lucy. Which, as we predicted on this very pod, meant that Callum was dumped from the island despite coining the catchphrase, yee-haw, let's have it, which is frankly the best thing anyone's ever said on Love Island. So he'll be missed deeply. (laughs) And since then... Michael's been cracking onto Amber and Anton's decided he's got feelings for Molly May and has shown this by essentially becoming her servant and making her cups upon cups of peppermint tea. The other night when they'd just woken up and he was like scrambling to make the peppermint tea and then he's like, is that all right? Is that all right? Passing it to her while she was doing her makeup. It was so servile. It was disgusting. And also, didn't he make her a green tea? Because he was like, is peppermint tea the same as green tea? Yeah, these boys have no idea how to make cups of tea. It's astonishing. Um, thankfully, to save us from uh, Peppermint Tea Gate, uh, new boy Danny came in and decided to take Amber and Yuande on dates. His date with Yuande seemed to go better than the one with Amber, who still seems to like Michael a little bit better. Yeah. But then Danny entered the villa and Molly May seems to like him too, and that's where we are now. I just want to like just go back to those dates. There was a bit where there was a shot of what was on the table. It was like bread and olives on the table. And there is no way that these people are voluntarily eating slices of bread. Absolutely not. I couldn't believe that we were even being sold this lie. Um, Unrealistic Love Island. I think that's kind of where we're at for now. Again, when we do these recaps, I literally can't ever believe that it's just been like such a short space of time since the last one. And since so much has happened, I think we should get into it a bit. It's time for the next segment, the emotional breakdown. The dates last night. Do we like Danny and Yuande? We do. We do. We do. We Why, do. Nana? Okay, I don't care for Danny, but I like that Yuande likes him yeah. so much. And it's like very pure and very cute. It is. And I just feel like she deserves this. She deserves a to nice be happy. Boy. Also, it seems like, you know, she's had, like, a long history of being single. She said she's single for, like, four years or something like that. She's got a really long time, and obviously she's been, like, focusing on her career, which is very admirable. And also, didn't she say she gave a bit more info on what her job is, and it's, like, making vaccines or something? Yeah, vaccines for cancer. I know, an incredibly (laughs) admirable... Do you know what I mean? That's such a nice thing to do. The rest of them are, like, you know... Oh, I own a gym. I do <laughs> boxing. Like I'm curing cancer, bitch. <laughs> she's amazing. Yeah, she's great. Um, Amber's date didn't go quite as well with uh, Danny. She's just a bit weird on dates. She gets a bit, a bit mad. She says things that you shouldn't say. Like, which date did you prefer? Yeah, it was quite odd, wasn't it? Trying to like corner him like that, and then because he didn't want to say, because obviously that's rude and an odd question to answer. She was like, "Well, it wasn't mine then." Jumping to like, yeah, why conclusions. is she like that? Like, isn't her and you are meant to be friends? Yeah. And she's like, you like me more, don't you? Yeah, it was quite odd. But I kind of also do prefer her like vibe with Michael. So it's kind of yeah. good that that was sort of cemented as the thing. Yeah. Although she was being quite funny and like refusing to tell him that she likes him, which I thought was really, really good. And there's a weird one because at the same time as her being super annoying, she's also probably the most like what I would be like in there. Yeah, she, I think she's really funny. Yeah. I like how she would just, like, give the boys shit and not really take any shit off people. My favourite moment of the whole of last week, maybe, was her telling Joe that 
it wasn't acceptable for him to make uh, Lucy jealous by flirting with her and stuff like that. And the amazing eye roll that she gave. And she also, like, quoted RuPaul the other day and stuff like that. I love her. Um, Yeah, she's an odd one, um, but also really, really entertaining and I think a good choice for the show. Um, My other question about the last few days is that why do the men think that being attentive and, like, a good couple partner is basically just being like incredibly servile and making the women these really abject breakfasts or getting those teas for them it's very bizarre i have to blame their mums because <laughs> the guys that have been doing it like anton and tommy right yeah yeah his didn't anton's mom shave his bum it's him that's his so i think the mum have, bum shaver they have like a weird relationship with their, their mums where their mums probably bring them tea and like omelettes in bed and they think this is like how you show love so it's all they can do but also it must be remembered that icon of the villa curtis actually made the omelette um he did secretly and curtis scene. also loves his mum and nan so I mean, he has, like, big nan energy in general, doesn't he? He's, like, the nan of the villa a little bit. But he's kind of owned it. Like, I Yeah, like I love it. it. Like, like, he keeps calling the women young nan. ladies and things like that. It's great. I'm obsessed. In terms of the other boys, I personally have had quite enough of Anton. Molly May's, like, the fourth woman in about just over a week that he's tried to couple up with now, and it's becoming quite difficult to watch yeah get get Anton out yeah are you not a fan I just think he's a bit of a beg he tries really hard yeah but it's just quite disgusting to watch it's also like it feels quite insincere in my opinion obviously you know the point of it is to as they constantly insist to get to know people or whatever and I don't think there's anything wrong with you know not deciding or making your mind up but he obviously just doesn't really like anyone so he's trying to just make something stick quite desperately which kind of smacks to me of just like wanting to stay in the show rather than actually liking any of them he does not Um, like any of them so it was first Amy who was coupled up with then Lucy who he tried it and she was like nah mate then Anna for like two days now they're just friends and now Molly May and then on last night's episode he was fuming because Molly May has decided that she likes this new boy Danny yes. he's like well if she's not gonna give it back then I'm just gonna stop trying and it was the most like male entitlement moment I've seen on the show probably except for Joe's behaviour last week yeah um, <laughs> it was very much in that same vein he tries too hard he does a little bit unfortunately and it results in nothing. He's going to end up getting kicked out. I think next. it'll be like soon. I, ha- yeah. I have a bad feeling about his fate, unfortunately. Similarly, on the topic of moving through people, what is Molly May up to? Just get her what? in the bin. I don't, I don't <laughs> like her. I don't like her at all. Tell she's, me why. She's a sneaky one, is what she is. It was good when um, she pretended to be asleep, wasn't it, on the episode oh last night, where she, everyone went to meet the new boy. She's just lying there <laughs> pretending Sorry, to wake asleep. up. Sorry. <laughs> No. The fact that she likes him because he's tall? Yes. Oh, my God. So the tall thing was a real theme in the episode last night. So in Danny and Amber's date, I noticed they had a really hilarious chat where Amber said to Danny, oh, so what's your usual type? What do you like? And he was, you know, like, oh, well, I like women who are independent, a bit ambitious, have their own things going on. That's really attractive to me. And then he says, Amber, what's your type? And she's like, well, tall. (laughs) Which was, you know, honest. Sheer honesty from Amber. But then, yes, so Molly May likes Danny because he's tall. But isn't every boy in the villa tall? All of them are giants, so I'm not sure what 
she's on. It's the fact that she, like, really flip-flopped between him and Tommy. Yeah. Like, the fact that she just doesn't like Tommy now. She's quite mean about Tommy, isn't she? Who's, like, yeah. quite a sincere little sweet angel He's in, so in sweet. a giant's body. <laughs> <laughs> like, the green giant or something like that. That's how I feel about him. I don't know. I wasn't sure about her deciding straight away that she was into Danny. Just maybe because he was, like, new and she was bored or something like that. That's exactly I'm not sure. what it is. But her, like, asking him, like, so I'm your type... And he's like, yeah, you're my type. And, yeah. she's like, and then her in the Beach Hut diary room, she's like, he says I'm my type, but he's talking to Yuande and like we're completely different. Yeah. She's like, she's, um, and I'm, you mean she's black and you're not? Yeah. That's exactly what you <laughs> yeah. mean. Yeah, it's not looking good so far. I am interested in what you think because... Danny, obviously, the new Islander, is a model. And last podcast, I was talking about how I don't actually think it's really great to cast influencers like Molly May, just because it seems like you learn how to be an influencer by going on Love Island. So I don't know if models is different. I think it kind of is. Models is different. Models is like a whole new kettle of fish. Why why do you reckon so? Because I can't quite put my finger on it. They're not trained. They're just hot. Mm. (laughs) You go to castings... You're basically just silent. You're just like, you just walk around a bit. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. You. <laughs> and then you just stand there. Okay. Danny probably has social skills, but it's not part of the whole influencer. Whereas package. Molly Mae's going around saying things like, what's the crackaroo? <laughs> it was really so jarring. I did think that I was suspicious of the edit. I thought that maybe she was made to look a little bit worse than she was because she did constantly qualify everything she was saying with the fact that she respects you one day and if they like each other, then she'll just back off and stuff like that. And I did wonder if they were front-loading the moments when she looked particularly bad Mm. Um, (laughs) because I think that they are quite pesky for doing that, the people who edit it, just because they like the spiciness and the drama. That could Um, be possible. So... Late last week, Callum was the first to leave the island. What do you think about that? Should someone else have gone instead? I mean, Anton should have gone, as we yeah. know. But I think Callum has the sort of energy of someone who deserves to go. <laughs> as much as he's funny, real funny, he's just got like that like small man, too nice Did you think energy. that? Because yeah. I thought he actually was really funny in the bits that they showed of him, but because he wasn't really like romantically entangled with anyone, he didn't really get much screen time. And obviously it doesn't matter because the Islanders chose who went, essentially. But I think that it was a shame and I kind of had hoped that it would have gone differently and, you know, Molly May would have chosen someone else or Lucy would have chosen Tommy, which meant that Callum probably would have stayed um, mm. and Joe would have went home. And to be honest, I wouldn't mind that Joe has he's too smug drama. now the sandwich man he's too pleased with himself he is he really is he thinks he's like hit the jackpot yeah Lucy, which he kind of has because he's yeah she she um and she is coming across really well i think also she seems really nice and just quite chill so joe i think should have gone and would have been my preferred choice because at least anton is providing the lols do you know what i mean but yeah i think if joe would have gone we would have had that really weird time when the person that stays in, Lucy in this mm. case, is like quite sad. Yeah, and like goes around wearing a duvet and stuff like that. And, and then just someone like, comes in and she's like, <laughs> she's like, this is the guy I want to be yeah. with. Like, wow, I'm glad Joe's gone. Yeah. But now I think that they might be, along with Curtis and Amy, two that'll stay together till the end, in my opinion. Mm. Unless mm. something something interesting happens, which I really hope does, yeah. because I want to see another tantrum. <laughs> if a really hot guy comes in, I think Lucy will be like... He he won't he won't move. He can't really. After what he said to her before, like trying to 
pressure her into not liking Tommy. Yeah. He can't jump ship. He's got to stay with her. Now it's time for us to move on to our final segment, Pretty Little Predictions. Very mystical, very exciting. So, my first prediction to make is, who is Danny going to end up getting with? Will it be Yoande? Will it be Amber? Will it be Molly Mae? I think it's going to be Yoande. They seem to actually like each other. Or maybe this is just me doing wishful thinking. <laughs> I think in a perfect world it's going to be Yoande. Yeah. But I worry that like, Molly Mae is so powerful she is she could make it happen she has a lot of self-confidence and maybe more than yuande does which is a shame and i think because in a lot of the more habitual shots on the episode yesterday danny and molly may were like stood together like having normal chats whereas yuande had to like pluck up the courage to go speak to him a lot and i hope that we see more of them together because it's cute it's so cute and i hope her like timidness makes him pick her yeah and like get to know her a bit more even though the phrase get to know you is actually like like a drill in my brain already it's been like one and a half weeks i just like yeah i really want to like get to know everyone like why is this like euphemism for decide who i fancy (laughs) get to know you i hate it same as laying it on factor 50 which is now my worst my worst thing that they say on the whole show hate but yeah i think it's going to be you but i do think molly may could do it too if, if she like wanted to but i think she's quite fickle and might change her mind we can only hope. We ship uh, Yoanda and Danny on this podcast. Absolutely. Um, do you think Molly May's going to ditch Tommy then? I think so. Mainly because he's a bit too nice and yeah. she's not interested. It's going to be their t- time to pick, isn't it? The the, the dudes, I think, because it was the women last time. Oh. Yeah. So who knows? It, I think it just depends who goes first. Yeah, who gets picked to choose first. Amber and Michael, I think they're going to couple up and live happily ever after, actually. I think they're cute. I really hope so. Even though she refuses to say anything about her feelings but demands compliments <laughs> constantly. <She's sick. laughs> I've done the complete turnaround. In the space of talking on this podcast. Yes. At first you were like, oh, I'm not sure. She's kind of mean. And now you're like, I no, love, love her who would lay down my life for Amber. <laughs> um, which is a position I respect. It's what it does. The show makes you fickle. It does. In last night's preview for the next episode, we got a hint that the hideaway which is essentially the love island shag pad um that will be open for the first time uh, i think the suggestion is that curtis and amy get to go in there they because usually the islanders choose who gets to go in that's what's happened on previous years so yeah i think that they're gonna send them in there but whether you know sparks will fly we'll see <laughs> i can't imagine it happening. i think it'll be a very wholesome yeah. snuggle maybe amy will wear her sexy pajamas that she's oh, been threatening yeah. <laughs> we'll see and then also i'm kind of wondering when the next person will leave like will it be a recoupling will there be something more interesting because i feel like so far i know we're only like a week and a half in but the plot's been quite straightforward usually they throw a few curveballs in you know like people have to choose who's going to leave and stuff like that well, and i would... hope that happens soon because i like the drama with danny in it now wouldn't he have to just pick someone and then a girl would leave or, so... yeah. or a boy would leave a boy would leave oh my god because yeah there's an extra yeah. boy a boy would leave and hopefully that boy is anton god it's so stressful Oh my God, I can't believe what I'm hearing now, quite frankly, because we have just been informed that Sharif has actually been removed from the Love Island house after nine days, which does actually render everything we've spoken about so far in the podcast to a degree obsolete, but of course not because it was for everyone's entertainment. 
I just can't believe it. I'm really upset. I wonder what it was for. I know. I feel like they have lots of rules, don't they? I think this show is pretty strict. I think there's stuff about not being able to have phones. Obviously, there's like contraband materials as well. And also rules about like masturbation and stuff like that. And I feel like this could fall into any of those or it could be something completely different. You just wouldn't know. Yeah, apparently it was like a mutual decision. Yeah, the statement that's been given says that like Sharif and the bosses have decided amongst themselves that it would be the best thing for him to do to leave the house, which presumably means that they were like, get out. Yeah, it must have been something <laughs> very embarrassing, I'm thinking. Maybe. I think, though, when people have had to leave in the past, they've not actually given a proper reason why publicly. They've just said, you know, they've had to leave. And whether we find out or not will be interesting to see. But also they could be using it as a bit of a ploy to get people to tune into the show to see if it's revealed there. I think the show is quite reactive, isn't it? They tend to just sort of roll with the punches a bit. So maybe Danny will now take his place in terms of the numbers and we'll get someone new in. I think they always have like people on standby in case something's gone wrong and just sort of roll with it that day. Yeah, how are you feeling about Anna? I'm really upset. As my, um, <laughs> she is my queen and I hope she's not too upset. I hope she's I hope not she's in mourning. Okay. That would be really sad, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, Nana, I think it just goes to show how quickly these things move in the Love Island villa um, and how difficult it is to make a podcast about it, quite frankly. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm really intrigued. I can't wait to find out why. Although I will miss him. I like him. Yeah. That's it from Vice's Love Island for today. Join us next time when the Love Island hideaway will have opened its doors for the first time and Anton will probably have resorted to chatting up the kitchen table. Who will be pied off and who will be eating Tommy's omelette out of little more than staying in with a chance of winning 50 grand? We'll have all the answers and more on Friday the 14th of June. Vice's Love Island is produced by Eva Krisiak and it is a Vice UK production. Please subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. And if you're enjoying it, be sure to rate us on iTunes or your preferred podcast provider. See you, babes. 